and they stop the man and they save his life. Munchie He's never did that. Explaining that he owes five thousand dollars to the, and so they were going to kill him. You know, the mobster guys. He was like, "Come on, we give you a ride." Are they ripping off Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or Alice in Wonderland? I forget which children's classic had gangsters throwing a guy off a building and they stop him. <laughs> oh, they got him in the car. Yeah, they're like, hey guys, he was like, "Can I get a lift, guys?" Listen, I, oh, there's the mirror first building. Hey, I just need $5,000 to get me to Fremont. It's Hyatt. There you go. All in $10 bills. <laughs> now, I guess that's $100 bills, right? So that's $500, $100 bills. $5,000. It absolves his debt with the bad guy. The ones that just went ahead and blew them. Right. Well, Why not play show- dead? And, uh... He's not showing up in the rest of this movie, is he? No. Okay. Yeah. I guess this sets the tone for this this children's film, what to expect. <laughs> well, it does set us into a world in which there are mobsters, because that's what we're going to see. Okay, now uh, this is this a of interest, and it's Bud Spencer's daughter. In real life? Yup. With the crazy red hair? Yup. Look at those 80s... Uh, hey. Right? The radio was right. It probably has the radio right in the ear. Oh, yeah. FM only. FM only. Because we were so modern, man. Because we have technology where me and Mike are from. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, we we were the first. We would call the uh, our set pet. Okay. We really so clever. He's sort of surprising her, and you know. What are you doing in a Rolls Royce, you know? Right, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. They're not friends or anything. It's just, this is a sort of first encounter. It's like, I got you this necklace. Wait a minute, this is a first encounter? No, I'm sorry. What I mean in, is in their romance. Like, they know each other from school. It's like, she doesn't even know I exist. This is the first time they're like... Hilda Swinton. But look, she doesn't know why she kissed him. Well, it wasn't, he didn't say to the genie, make her fall in love with me. Yeah, just like, no, just kiss me. Now, this is the best guy of the whole fucking movie. Oh, is this grandpa? Put on the mom's grandpa. accent. Listen to the mom's accent. All right, hang on. Let me get the, the studio. His accent is better. Now, look, he doesn't sound like he's from Sweden, right? Listen to her. I am from another country, but yet I am your mother, raised by my father. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then comes oh, again. Here he is. Here he is, Ralph Cramden. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, Edward. no, but it's Jackie. It's Jackie Gleason. He looks like Mr. Mooney from the Lucy Show. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, a little bit. Oh no, here he goes. He's going to hit on her. Well, you know, Mike hitting on somebody is. Uh, like flirt, no, he like tells her, he's a jerk. Yes. It'd be nice to me. Here we go. Rather be nice. So yeah, Mr. Rakuza, not Yakuza, Mr. Rakuza. Right, not Yakuza, the Japanese mob, and I don't think they were even trying to say that. 
they're just like, we need a, a Italian name. And they're like, oh, my, my Tony is uh, Mr. Rakuza. <laughs> okay, so he's pulling up to his slum. Doesn't that look like Los Angeles? It does have a, you know, it's funny because it looks like Venice Beach, kind of the Miami Beach uh, hangout. But it's uh, just um, Miami. And this is what's remarkable. Like, look at the director's choice of using this house. You can clearly see people walk in. And you can see, you know, he opens the door right when they in real time get to the door. Yes. You know, it's a motion. It's kind of cool. Yeah. He's the best thing about this film. Uh, I mean, he, he, you would know, look, your father did business with Hyman Ross. Your father was, you know, but your father never trusted. This is Sam Roth. Hey, you, this is Hyman Roth? It's his brother, Sam. In Godfather oh. 2. Do you remember the scene where he brings the cake? You know, like, let everybody see the cake before we cut it. You know, do you remember yeah, that right. scene? Yeah, of course. Not, I want to share what when I go. Not for years. The doctors would disagree with you. Anyway, sitting to his right, and I went and got the clip when I read it. It sure as fuck is him, man. He's sitting right to the right of um, to the left of hyman roth it's his brother sam roth that's so great oh look he's the baseball bat guys can i help you baseball bats oh yeah come on in like you, sam you see roth owes in money sam roth owes money because he is a gambler you see he's a drunk gambler oh but by he, the way yes he gave bud spencer brandy right yeah like that bottle is brandy it's but after this <laughs> but then check out what grandpa drinks after this oh they're really tearing up the house Oh, not my collection of cats by Bill Milken. Uh, M. Milken. You remember that that seventies comic of cats? I guess. Yes. Um, okay. Now we're gonna see uh, a genie wish and to put all the stuff back, and it's really interesting how they do it. They clearly run the film backwards, but right. But all the things in the room were like rigged to collapse. There's nobody hitting it with the baseball bat. You'll watch. They'll all just okay. So they watch. froze. He froze them, right? Yeah. And here we go. <clears throat> now it's all backwards, but nobody's there to push the chair over. So they had to like pull it with strings or something, push it with strings or something, you know? Well, so they, they smash it up and, and then they rebuilt it and then built it up with the strings? Yeah, no, I would cool. doubt it. I really don't know how they did it. They somehow made it collapse on its own, the bookshelf, you know? Right. They pressed some button and it, it's really, he turns them into little bugs. Wait a minute. That's just horrible. What about those poor humans? I mean, that's cruel. Yeah, well, he turned human beings into the bugs? It's a terrible it's, child. It's wish fulfillment. Oh, he just stepped on him. Okay, then what's, is he drinking the brandy? No, he's got some. No. This yeah, it's got to be. Vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look how clear it is. I mean, it's got to be vodka. It's called acting. He likes to drink. I think he's an enabler. You know, enabler. Enabler. He's enabler. so. So anyway, now we learn that Genie's powers don't work at night. At night, he's just a regular person. Wait, why? I don't know. Because we needed a plot point. A lot will hinge on that in the film. You know, uh, Bud Spencer actually breaks character. He says, "Listen, even though I don't have my powers at night, you can feed me after midnight." All right, <laughs> not a gremlin. Please go ahead and feed me after midnight. Don't think twice. I don't understand why he's a star 
because he's very what's the opposite of charismatic it's all it's he's not like repugnant or repulsive he holds the screen right he has a, he's a no. handsome gentleman I no He's not handsome. He looks like he's unhealthy. He looks like Santa if Santa was a drunk. What about uh, Highway to Heaven, right? It was Michael uh, Landon, and then it was that football guy who looked like he, he couldn't fit into a suit. He has that look. <laughs> he's a bear. He sure I mean, He sure does. He's, how, how hairy do you think his chest is when he walks around? Like, you know, people want to go to the movies to look at his chest hair. It's just, he doesn't look healthy. He looks sickly, like he's. <laughs> he's just as exasperated. Where'd you get the money for this jewelry? Uh, I got it at a fucking bullshit shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where'd you get this Rolls Royce? Oh, it's a lie excuse, officer. Oh, a likely story. No, it's the truth, the lie I just lied to you about. Now, there's a lot of cops this movie we should do a cop count because there's like for a kids movie there's like two. a dozen cops that show up every time too so there's two cops so far in this movie right. now he is the father of the love interest bud spencer's dog really yeah so he's what a coincidence yeah he's giving this kid a lot of shit now this kid is named luca luca venital venatini luca venatini and Obviously, he grew up in America because of his accent and everything, or he's just a really talented, like, mimic or something. Do you feel now, like anyone's dubbed in this movie? No, I don't. Not that I noticed. Maybe, yeah. maybe, and I don't, I didn't catch it in research. Now, Grandpa, I love him. He's the best character of this whole film, but right now he's doing a fucked up thing. He is stealing the lamp to sell it and get $10, which will fund his day of buying Drinking. something to drink and then also though having like six bucks left or four bucks left to bet to make a bet oh he goes over to this guy right he goes right back to the junk man tony and says i'll sell you this and he goes this this is fucking mine your your grandson is a thief and he's fired Oh, so, Grandpa fucked up. Yeah, and Grandpa... And, and a fire Grandpa. Now, Grandpa's He's, really a fuck-up, so what he does is completely inappropriate. He asked Tony if he could lend him a couple bucks. <laughs> oh, after he returns stolen merchandise. Fuck out of my store. He really chases him out. He snaps at him. Yeah, well, not too much. You don't want the shit to fall on his head. Saxophone. <laughs> what are you, deaf? Fuck off. Look at this breakfast, Carl. So there's, yeah, there's Special K. Yeah, there's a full half, half gallon of milk. Yeah, there's uh, Smuckers. Jam. There, there's co jam, jam. coffee urn for the kids. Here's your Oops. oatmeal. No, Here's your muesli. It was a muesli. Where the fuck is my fucking lamp, Mom? Where's my cums tissue? I was tricking off to oh, Bruce Springsteen. It's sugar hey, yeah, look, there's Pele. From last hey, film. from other film. Sugar Ray Leonard. Right. Bruce the boss. Look at that breakfast. My mom never brought me coffee with a half with a quarter with a quarter milk. 
But yeah, my never my mom never bought the ingredients for breakfast, like the jar of smock juice. Here, suck on this for a while. I made you oatmeal. You want me to put a dollop of smuckers? I brought the smuckers. You see, it's his store is called Tony Buys It, right? Because he gets shot in the end. Well, see, that's what I was hoping for, but no, that never paid off. Each time I watched this film, I kept on wishing, please, just let Tony buy it. Just just this viewing. He's still like he's still yeah. like a video game character. He hid behind the car. <laughs> look at everyone staring. Half the people were looking at the camera, and the other Muscle half were looking man. at the action. Yeah, that's right. So now this he, is in Italy. He's rubbing one out. No, this is Miami. <laughs> so it says in Italian, "Do not drink the water." Uh, you know, listen, my years in, in uh, Miami, you know, uh-huh. you know, I used to see it would be strange. Uh, stenciled uh, Italian places. Like if there was something that was delicate, it would say fragile on the side. Listen, of it. we're going to shoot this film in, in, out of Italy. We're going to go to Miami. Do you know anyone? Yeah, I know the half of a comedy duo and I know the guy who played Hyman <laughs> Ross' brother. Is he, he's in Cuba. He'll fly, he'll fly, he'll boat over. You're right. Fly Both right of over. those actors were like retired in Florida and that's how they ended up in this film. Uh, oh, here we go. Confrontation. Now we have wish fulfillment. Rock'em, sock'em, no. robot. Oh, yeah, we got the sound effect. It's not believable in the real world. What did you hit me with? Wow. That, that, yeah. Some guy would die from that. That Well, that's the stunt man. Right. This is a pretty low-key stunt uh, movie for, you know, like an action film. Okay, his, he never indicated in the first half hour of this movie that he was, had any interest in the sport of basketball. Right. Did he right. have, like, we, we saw a boxer, we saw a soccer player, yeah. uh, a football player. Now look, we saw, like, a... Wait, I gotta tell whoa. you, the audience, right? These are yeah. really little kids. This is like high school, and we're talking about freshmen, sophomores. Check them out. Check them out. They're real. Yeah, well, so, I was probably a, a sophomore, uh, junior in 86, or sophomore. Uh, yeah, you graduated 88, right? 89? 87. 87. Okay, so you were a junior. But the thing is, like, these are like freshmen and sophomores who like just hit puberty, like, you know, eight days ago, they were still kids. Right, it's, right. They said, listen, if you're going to need you in the shoot, first things first, you got to wear a shirt. Talking to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. Uh, look at this. The, this guy is like straight out of the 70s, too. Right. Okay. <laughs> so up. he says what? My, my wish is to play basketball, even though no indication that I wanted to play basketball. Yeah, and uh, do you notice he doesn't? We don't know that he likes water skiing either. Hint, hint. Okay, so the two sports that are not mentioned that he likes are basketball. Look at their faces, Mike. He wouldn't water ski at the end of this movie. They're going to bring up basketball again. That's his true love. <laughs> that would be ridiculous to have such a tangent. Now, okay, in the beginning turn. of his like magic tricks, the crowd's with him, but then they all start chanting. And it doesn't make sense in the real world anymore. They'll finish off the game not reacting to the baseball game, uh, the basketball game. It's really weird. So how many shots they must have done it? Yeah, right. I wonder. I mean, this is 
I like this director. I mean, it's real stuff. Probably when the um probably when the the they the guy made the basket after eight temps, they were like, Yay! But really they meant like fucking finally, god damn it. All right. We're That's a good here. Oh look, there he is. Watching my daughter, make sure she's cool. Here we go. Yeah, I don't even know what they're saying. Clap, clap. And they will, <laughs> they will do this chant through the duration of the game. Oh, he's even doing it. What are they saying? Tell me. They're saying, let's go Italy It's a, for the World Cup. <laughs> what? Goal. Wow, he's good. There he is. Goal! Goal! Now... Nobody in the audience freaks out when laws of physics are broken. When when a ball look, his pants his fall. Pants fell down. A ball flies through the air and then it elbows. He does it. With all due respect, Teen Wolf and probably uh, it's uh, such a stunt, uh, man. The fish that saved Philly did this. Yeah, Teen Wolf did it, but just not as bad. Look at what? that! See that? Yeah, it elbowed through the air. That can't work. Wait a minute. In- my kid Newton. got ripped off. Listen, I, I can't sit here as a dad in the bleachers watching my son yeah. with a magic ball play against him. B- backwards for time. They really spent yeah. their time. On, but meanwhile, they're still chanting. It makes no sense. So, so listen, go ahead. Comments? Okay. Zero. Okay. Uh, it takes so long to get the volume up. You made me a liar. They're not doing the chant. Damn it. <laughs> wow, yeah, they're really going after him. Well, it's really a movie. Uh, hey, let's do the horror. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we forgot the chair. We forgot the chair. Now, that girl to the right with the braces, she was also in the other scene sitting next to our hero. Uh, to our our love interest, so they obviously had like you know it wasn't a full place. They did a bunch of different close up sections. We uh, do you think like he was like, look, I'm really craving gelato. Is there any <laughs> chance we could shoot at the strip mall across the street? I'll get one for my daughter. He goes, right. look, I need ten bucks. All right, poof, here you go, master. Yeah. Oh, he was going to dash and dine. <laughs> dine and dash? Dine and dash. But you get such a bad brain freeze when you dine and dash gelato. <laughs> when you dash and dine, you're like, well, you run into the place and sit down and go, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm hungry. Come here. Waitress. Quick. I got my mask off. Give me the food. <laughs> right. You wait outside. Okay. Your table's ready. All right. Run in. Eat as fast as you can. I already placed my order. Okay, now this scene makes no sense in the real world. What do we got is we've got a protection thing, you know, like, you know, window insurance. You pay us $50 a week and we don't break your windows. You know, that's what's going to happen here. But look at it. It's a mall and it, there would be police protection. And you know what I mean? Like, it no, is like. You could let it go. I mean, like, it's always the story they come in. But it's like protection money was like a neighborhood in Brooklyn. It's like a community of citizens. It's not like at the mall, you know. You know, you don't think like they do strip malls? Like this is our strip mall. No, I do not think they do strip malls. 
And also, I think his spoon is bigger because he got like a nope. taster spoon. I, look, that, that, okay. Not this bad guy, not this bad, that bad guy right there. That's yeah. the father of our hero. Oh, really? Wow, it's yeah. a family affair. It's like That's bring your father right. to work day. So he, he got a little taster spoon for that. You didn't see nothing? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Eat any gelato, no calories. Don't order the whipped cream. You know that giant bowl of whipped cream they keep in the freezer? Don't order it. I stuck the guy's head in that. Yeah, right. His drools in it. Vent a knee, then a tino, then a teeny. His name is Venatino Venatini, and he is the father of Luca Venatini, who's our hero. This is our third cop. Uh, we're doing cop count. Oh, yeah. Okay, three. Yeah, it's going to ramp up. Now, they're trying to be funny here. Like, you're going one way, of course. Of course Wait I am. All he cars go one way. That's the word for word, the comedy routine of the, from the comedy duo of Laundry Basket and Spiegelman. <laughs> Laundry Basket, I heard you got a ticket going down one-way street. Laundry Basket. It well, was still the wrong way. One, only one way, but it wasn't the right, wrong way. Did you see the arrows? Laundry bat. Look, I got to apologize to any Native uh, Americans in the audience for that last joke. <laughs> is that really the joke? That's really good. Listen, is that, is that on YouTube? Yeah, it should be. It was in my America's Got Talent audition. Okay. Where Look at this. Look, this is what the director's doing. He started from that one scene and the camera pulls out. That looks cool, right? Yes. This was. There was an effort here to make a serious ass film, right? Right. And do a good job. I mean, okay, now look, he is now getting kidnapped for no the fuck reason at all. I know. It this, is. This... In the middle of the plot, it, it isn't the plot. He's just kidnapped, right? Well, okay, so this is where canon, where Golden Globus kind of shines, right? Because we watched a kid's movie where there was so much insane peril. He just got abducted, and he's going to be sold into child trafficking, basically. Yes, that's yeah. right. In, the, in a room full of other children who are just, like, in this, this, this house, hen house. And then he escapes. All right, so this this genie, they the cops. So there's three cops here. Well, actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we up to six. Oh, that guy. We no, we yeah, saw we already those counted two. him. All right, so <laughs> so there's the two back. new ones, two new ones, and okay. three in the back. So five new ones, right? Right. Six, seven, eight. I'm writing it down. We are at eight. <laughs> there's like more cops than gangsters in this movie. Or I think the the enemy in this film are the cops and the gangsters. Well, here it's like he has no fingerprints. He's got no birth certificate or social security or driver's license. You know, he's got no oh, yeah. fingerprints. Right. You could clearly see from the magnifying glass. Yeah. Look at his hands. They're so huge. I know. It doesn't look healthy, Mike. Don't you think he's <laughs> stuffed into that shirt and it's completely unbuttoned? Oh, he's doing that classy look where you unbutton your top button and then you loosen the tie like you had a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, what do you think that beard is hiding? You think that's all hair there? Or could it be chins? God damn it. How many chins? 
No, I think it's like, uh, oh my God, yeah, you can kind of see it. That's a real hair-ish. He's wearing a toupee too. Okay, when he looks straight at you and talks to you, his eyes are shut. <laughs> You'll see him. Okay, so it's a completely different plot point. Yeah, now we've got, she kind of looks like she's a nun kind of dressing. Right, like a Or a guard. There was a Paul Waller movie called Running Scared. It wasn't a Billy Crystal movie. And he he's a New Jersey corrupt cop. And one of the things he winds up in this like weird sex porn ring. He like stumbles into it and saves everybody. And this film is like these this human trafficking going on. And these are all these kids in bed. They're like you sit yeah. here. And oh, yeah. You kids go to sleep. Look how sad they are. It's scared. They really are. Well, they thought they were going bananas. They're like, fuck, where's Tom DeLuise? So what's the name of that movie? Uh, Going Bananas? No, the one with the children abduction. He fell into a traffic sex ring and he saved everybody. What was that? Oh, uh, oh, I don't remember, Carl. That was like two minutes ago. Okay, okay. I'm trying to catch up with this movie. This guy's been in a film we've seen before, but I can't really place him. I did. Oh, running more. scared. It's running scared. It's running scared. Okay. Running scared. Did I running see scared. it? No. And not unless you want to get angry. I mean, it's so over oh, the top okay. and it's very New Jersey movie. You know, okay. like it's in, he spends the entire evening like, hey, it's you. Can you believe it? We're being sold. Oh, right. So the guy that the boss was saying, yeah, we have a 15 year old with uh, brown eyes and blonde right. hair. Yeah, we could send we could ship him out to Australia. To Australia. That was, yeah. It's so slimy. And well, what's, also, that doing, what's that make, doing in this children's film? It doesn't make sense in the real world. There isn't a place like this. Well, I don't understand why he now pulls out the lamp, too. Like, if you had a genie and you get abducted, I'd be, like, rubbing it. I mean, more so than I usually do in public. Yeah, well, yeah. Even in a crowded room like this, I remember camp. I would be yeah, rubbing it out. Carl, are you rubbing it? No, no, I'm, no. I have a genie and a lamp, and I'm trying to get the genie. Almost there. Oh, they got basketball? <laughs> this looks like... When you rub them a lot, he, he, the genie pops out. Uh-huh. That is a door. Listen, go to sleep. If you want, I have some tissues with genies in them. <laughs> you can have them. Oh, by the stairs. Look, look at how well they art-directed this scummy place, right? Right. I have a feeling they shot this in a guy's basement in a day. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you got, I got a location for you here in Florida. So he steals the lamp back, of course. He gets the genie, and it gets them out of here. Now, this was a a detour in our film, right? Well, this this definitely means I can't watch this movie with a kid. It's not a kid's movie if you have, like, a human trafficking children's scene in the middle of it. Great, yeah. So it's like, you know, unless you cut this scene, which you shouldn't. He's not a cop count. We know him well. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He fooled, he fooled me once. Sure, you're a genie. But he talks to his boss, and his boss is even more insane. The the head of the police of Florida. Yeah. The one with the, the ivory tusks. Well, poof. I'm acting. 
I'm Frank Oz. I'm not Frank Oz. What film did we see this guy in? The the creepy guy? Yeah. So it's a nighttime, isn't it? It's nighttime. No, it's got to be day or his powers wouldn't work. Yeah, look outside Maybe the window. Maybe it's dusk. Oh, I guess. Well, that's just a film trick. <laughs> look at all these actors. You, they, we never see them again? No, we oh, never no. see them again. Attack puppies. This is like a dumb. Look, look how many kids there are. Yeah, it's like in the real world. It's like an orphanage. Ridiculous. It's no, it's the uh, traffic house. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying it's not realistic. That how you... many kids kid count? I saw about twenty. Okay, so okay. here are cops. So this is a new cop. Now, it, not the one reporting to him, but the one behind the desk is a new cop, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do we count him? He's like a top cop. Yeah, let's count him. Because right. He's crazy yeah. in this movie. He pursues, he wants the power. But he... Now, was he UFOs? No, it wasn't a UFO. He might be an alien, Carl. Or a super robot. But is he, isn't he being sarcastic at this point in the film? Yeah, he goes, ah, it didn't look like a robot to me. He goes, how do you know? <laughs> I met a lot of robots. Robodon. <laughs> I had an appointment. Oh, yeah. It was good. He made me laugh, man. Okay. Uh, by Did the way, you notice those pillows? Those, like, throw pillow things? Yeah, so let's talk about his office. I did notice them. Okay, you'll see them later in the film. You, uh, check it Not out. Not in the office? Well, okay, what so I couldn't, I love the ivory tusks that the police officer has in his office. Yeah. I never knew you were, as a government official, you were allowed to have them. Yeah. He's eating pizza day. straight from, look at that. He's suing, he's suing fork and knife pizza, I'll give respect, but he's eating directly from the pie. Yeah, from the tray. You think he's, that's not his personal pan pizza, is it? <laughs> no, I think it's, but it, well, actually, look, everyone seems to have their own, yeah. No, no, those right. are plates. No, you're right. You're right. That's the serving tray. Now, they probably did that as a joke, right? Well, even let's have Americans eat pizza with a fork and knife. It'll be hysterical. The mom, I guess the Swedish mom eats it with a fork and knife. Yeah, but it's a knife and fork. Now, how much would you pay for chicken and ribs? Six ninety-five. That's a good deal. <laughs> how about lobster dinner? All right, but I don't want to spend more than ten. Nine ninety-five. Oh, gangsters! Now here comes the father of our hero. Hey, you! I'm the father of the guy, and we're doing protection, eh? Right in front of a whole family, a whole dining right. room. Well, that's how you do. We're doing protection. Now, is this is it nighttime? Does he have his powers? I guess it's. it's I don't know the answer. They're having breakfast pizza. Oh. Hey, uh, not not next to the Coleman's dry mustard. Whoa. That's a lot of dry mustard and, and soy sauce. That's, That's a lot, lot of dry of... mustard and lobster dinner, $9.95. Mark Mike, I'll you tell gotta you. spend over 10 bucks. No, man. Listen, I cut it, I cut it at 10. So this is perfect. With this deal, like you could get a steak and lobster for twenty bucks. Yeah, all right. Oh yeah. my god, it must be like London broil and like, you know, well, some restaurants like five day old lobster. 
you know, if I could calculate it, twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six is the equivalent of twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six. In nineteen eighty six, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen eighty six, money. It's amazing. It really has not lost value. No, it still remains twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six, money. Universal. Uh, is this a new cop? Right on the sidewalk. Hi, I want to do more stuff that isn't true in the real world. We're pursuing you for $5. Oh, it's the same cop. Oh, he got three stars on this. I like the guy's vest. I, I want a vest like that. Oh, my God. Look how, look how big he is, man. He doesn't look healthy. <laughs> what are you talking about? He looks Charles? like a stud. He's what? got a little hair showing. Flossed down. Stud? You don't think that guy's manly? You don't love a man in a uniform? I don't love a man. <laughs> in a uniform? I love the way he shoots. Oh, well. All right. Give him the lamp. What could you do? You know, the thing is, it's like, it's not funny, but sometimes it's funny. This guy, the junk man, Tony the junk man, does perform well sometimes. And also, yeah, the grandfather is great too. Yeah, the grandfather, and he is just such an idiot asshole. The things he does and says are so stupid. He says he doesn't work at night. You know, he's just such a dummy. Can you loan me ten bucks? Get so at no point school. the kid's gonna say, "Oh, by the way, officer, I got abducted and uh, right to a self trafficking farm right outside." Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, well, we should be reminded that happened. Like it ruined the movie. You can't you can't have it sit with a kid and watch a stupid film with them. It didn't ruin the movie for me because they're dumbasses and it was a side note. Now we're back to the real movie. You know what I mean? I should mention speaking of movies, they, they were parked outside a movie house and the marquee showed half the title, part two. So now I'm gonna spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out what eighties film was that. Yeah, because it wasn't Godfather Hannibal Run or Sam Roth wouldn't be in this one. Had yeah, right. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he just... It, uh, uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that was it. Back to the Future Part 2. Number they one. just could have... Uh, oh, so he's like, help, help. No, in the speaker, you idiot. Yeah, now we get the pop will... T again, it doesn't make sense in the real world. He'll tell him, take out your gun and start shooting! So Bud Spencer will begin to shoot people on the street. Oh, so we're going to see him and then cut to a reaction shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. This guy's like, do you think he's up there with Grandpa and Tony? This crazy old cop? What? What do you mean up there with him? Like as good? Well, and the action is good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, no, I think he does his job and he thinks he's trying I, to be funny. Um, he shot Let's shot see. Robert Klein's cigar. He ruined a worker's day. Guy gets attacked by an awning. Stop shooting. Just give me the gun. You want me to point this gun at you first? He was in Caddyshack. Oh, he, he must have been the priest golfing. Maybe. He was the doctor in Cocoon, The Return in 1988. Oh, I remember his line. He goes, you guys again? I thought you died. Check oh, this out. He wasn't in Porky's. He was in Porky's 2 and Porky's Revenge. Oh, well, I've seen them. So, didn't that like 
I thought that was like Porky's Jr. when they went into the. <laughs> and then you ever seen a Florida movie called Tough Guys with Burt Lancaster? They go into a uh, retirement home. It reminds me of this scene. Burt Reynolds with Burt Reynolds? No, Burt Lancaster. Okay. I guess I'm thinking of a different film. One, there was this. It was Kirk Douglas I, and Burt Lancaster. They were they were mobsters, and they get out of jail, and they're in the new age of the eighties. What was it called? It, tough guys. Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, <laughs> don't. That's when you have cable, and you're like, "Well, what's on cable?" But but don't you understand that my Netflix DVD thing is my like blah 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 cable? I mean, they just come and they come. You know, you're gonna order it and. Netflix is going to send you a VHS copy. No, it's DVD. No, not this movie. Tough guys will be like, yeah, we have it on beta. We have the laser disc. Take it or leave it. He no, they no, shot no, it, but this, nothing happens. I really don't agree with you that this film is great, but this is good. You see, he's going to start smacking him, and then it's going to cut to their boss doing the same thing. With the sound effect. And this is like the fight choreography is great. Yeah, because you know no one actually got hit in these films like right. i feel like yeah they didn't really get slapped because the slap was like a half an inch away from his face but this the sound effects sells it you idiots can't you see it's casino night Hit yeah, you right. tuxedo don't you understand i'm trying to do jackie gleason either that or like i don't know a villain from batman yeah the italian henchman it's nightclub. So arbitrary. So he's like, all right, I want to meet this cop. He doesn't know it's the genie, but he says, I want to meet this genie guy. Now, look, park on the grass. That right, bothers okay. me. That bothers me. Why is that okay? That's not okay. Well, if you were a cop dad, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing to my yeah. lawn? Now, yeah. look, behind the car is, oh, now we can't see it. But there's another parked car on the grass. So it's like something everyone does. Interesting. There's Tilda Swinton again. Her hair is long. Yeah. I don't know. I have nothing else to say. Redhead, long redheaded girl. So it's like, how did you get this Rolls Royce? Well, it's a different Rolls Royce. Well, I'm impounding it. See, look, they're like, fine. And they take off in another red uh, Rolls Royce. Now that's oh. more budget. Oh, they got another uh, another actor in this film. You okay, honey? Well, I... I, I I don't know, but I'll never see you again in this movie. Yeah, and that's that was right. Thing. Okay, Jaws 3D. Right? They had Yeah, like, right. Jaws yeah. 3D. Yay. This must be kind of cool part of Miami. And a cool time. Look at those coops walking around. Yeah, I know, shirtless. It's Jersey for you, right? Let's go to Cheddar Chest and hang out. Shirtless. Look at that. Oh, actor. I'm the genie. Look at this hat. I'm the genie. It's I forgot. What's my what's my role again? But look, wear this cap. Anytime you're wondering, just look at Oh the my mirror. god, would you look at those love handles? He can't those pants <laughs> don't fit him. It's just that he doesn't want to sack. So body. rugged. Look at that. He doesn't even bother. He's so manly he doesn't have to open his eyes. Right. Like, most that's guys open their eyes when he... when they talk. Right. He is like he he can see through this slit. He can see, but you can't see his eyes. So he's like, now my wish is to. Oh, they're hanging out together. Yeah. To yeah. After Don't all even, that shit they put him through. 
Yeah. Good thing Grandpa's drunk. He'd be like, you put me through so much shit. Oh right. my God, his outfit's blinding. And you still wouldn't lend me for five, you know, ten dollars. Yeah. I could get some booze. Tony's outfit's cool. All right, so so he, my wish is to to water ski. Right, and he's not doing it yet. And they're going to be like, you're crazy. You never water skied a day in your life. That's not him yet. It'll be a big deal when it's his turn. But do you think it's empty, the wish fulfillment? Like, he can now water ski and get accolades from his friends and respect, but it was just because... Uh, he didn't earn it. He didn't earn yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't earn it. So oh. this... Uh, hey, honey... This um, Julian Voschlich, it's Al's grandpa, right? Okay. Voloshin, Voloshin. He was in Miami Vice show, but he was in Super Fuzz as old man fishing in boat. Oh, was he drinking and then something happened and he threw the, the drink in the water? I don't like know. He, I was, he, was, he was fishing and he was having a, a shot, uh, a hard belt. And then Super Fuzz flies by and he goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> I seen Super Fuzz. That's a good movie. That's Gordon Parks. So Should she I she's only it? in this one scene, right? Is, is he the genie's going to go get go no, off on I a date? I don't know. I never followed that because she never comes back, and that's I don't really understand what happened there. Huh. Well, there we're halfway is. through this there movie. There she is. They're having yeah drinks. Some I saw Fanta. this four times. I do not remember that. They're drinking Fanta. It's Super Fanta Genie. <laughs> oh did you see at the pizza place they were drinking that grape soda grape fan welsh fan welsh cola yeah welsh the, right welsh uh oh bahamas that's always nice no it's nice to be in florida I'd be like i wish i was in the bahamas well it's real close to florida right why do you need the bahamas when you're in florida right it'd be so great to watch water skiing in bahamas oh well your next guy yeah, I'm, I'm talking in a movie to a camera. You think that's his day job? Here we go. Here we go. Here's your, here's your boy. All right. Now, whatever. I'll bet you 50 They're bucks. Now, guys. he was in the car that went on the side, went on the two wheels. He was the oh, driver. Really? Well, let's see what it, when it, it turns from the actor to the stunt person on the skis. Probably right now. Well, yeah, no. There's no way the kid's doing this from the start. Maybe I love water skiing. Slow motion. Hi, I'm Johnny Nicholas. This is called water ski. Is it really your first time ever water skiing? Look at those cars, man. Best unearned summer ever. Oh, he lost the ski. It's away with it. Boxing sedans. I'm more into the cars than the skier. Ow, 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 ow. Right. That's got to hurt like a bitch. And you just went up the went ramp? Up the ramp. Yeah. I mean, you would Maybe he has a off your... Well, he's doing it. These invisible skis don't work. <laughs> you lied <laughs> to me. Like uh, some sort of protection or a lining. Okay, so he just won 10 bucks. You're going to lose this. Right. Your grandson never even did this before. Okay, so this is a kid's film. How many beers are they drinking? Yeah, okay, so this is now going to be the true Bud Spencer, a drunk, 
because he is going to. This whole scene is a the funny part is how drunk they are. Well, I see three. Well, we have eight, nine cops so far, uh, seven abducted children, and then no, twenty abducted children. And I see about 11 empty beer bottles on that table. Yeah. And you're, he's going to go drink a bowl of, of, of beer in a minute. Uh, so they're pretending to be drunk oh, and they're right. loving it. And then he's going to drive drunk and get arrested. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. What a great kid's film. Oh, look, he's counting with his bare hands. So I have 10 reasons why I'm here. Two. That's my thumb. I have one and two. Three and four is my second figure. Because his hands are so big, they kind of two points. Look how he holds that like a tea cup because he's so big. Oh, they're drinking cola. The yeah, cola. and and they, you know, it's a movie because they will get up and leave their cola without finishing it. Oh, slurp it down to the end. Yeah. Yeah, you got the when, straw. When you buy a drink in a restaurant, when you're about to get up to leave, no matter what to drink it, you go gulp. Right, don't you? Right, yeah, yeah. It's easy without the ice. Oh, uh, let's go. Oh, fuck, it. The whole fuck it. Fuck yeah. Uh, okay. You see the bowl drunk. of matches, right? Yeah, oh, I remember those. The, Listen they would to have their drunk the bar. Listen to their drunk right. I need a bigger glass. What about that glass? Well, that's not a glass. No, it's a glass. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. look, is, are they pretending to be drunk or are they drunk? I, I have a loss of words. Because normally I say they're pretending. That they need like to take that matchbox with the, the name of the bar and they put it in their pocket and leave it on their dresser room. So when they get murdered, the detective right. can find it. They go, oh, they were uh, over at the uh, Golden Spigot. They're at I the treasure chest over out. by the water ski. Water skiers park, a bar. Let's go. That's over by the water skiers park. They were at. Oh, the, look at that. You're not in the Bahamas Shake Shack. Look at yeah, that. What look a at classy that. I bar. Think that's real. He's, he's ripping off fish burgers. Can't believe he's drinking the whole thing. He really is gulping it down. Hard belt. I don't think actually it could have been real beer because, right? Well, they had a keg facing the, the customer at the bar, and he just <laughs> took the spigot and he poured it. I think it was real beer. It spilled down his suit. Here comes the cops. Yeah, let's see if it's new cops or ones we know. We're at nine. Now they're doing uh, their drunk talk like, uh, what is, what do they, I think they, what do they want? Let's pull over and ask them. <laughs> hey, they wanted to dry their finger at us. Don't shame right, me, sir. Don't wag your finger at me, sir. Officer, to what? I'm looking over there. I don't see what you're pointing at. Hi, Ali. So, so I'm going to finally mention that, of course, I hate movies shot in the exterior of Florida because it's always windy. But, but they but are look, on the freeway doing this scene. Today's not so windy. Look. 
I know. And also, they're on the freeway. I mean, how hard is that to shoot? Pull off in the curb, the shoulder? I guess it, we're at cop 11 now, right? Those two are new. Yeah, it's a new cop. The, yeah. Well, I want you guys to make sure. Are you going to do a breathalyzer? God, this yeah. movie, what a kid's film. <laughs> Not once in much you get so drunk the cops had to do a breathalyzer on them. What? Let's contemplate for one moment. Maybe it's not a kid's film. Well, the kid's not in the scene. We haven't seen the kid in like 10 minutes. They just went off on a drunken tangent. And when you the kid does show right. up, because Never mind my question. I mean, it's a kid hero, a kid yeah. of interest, um, abducted kids. You know, it's kids. Here's the breathalyzer test. So funny. It's just hilarity. Hilarity. Oh, he's a smell. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. What was the last time you did one of those tests where they gave you a bag to blow in, like a whoopee cushion? I've never 86? done a breathalyzer. But they have, like, you know. There's, like, a sure tube car. with a device now? Yeah. I guess. Maybe they have, like, a clean tube. They stick to it or something. They don't give you like a whoopee cushion. Now he says, uh, you know, look, Jeannie's been arrested. Look, look, the timing. I love this house. The director really uses it. You can see them walking up the curb. Up yeah, the and he ran away. He was like, it's my dad. Hey, Jeremiah. Well, Boss wants to see I you. I paid you. you. You want that guy you threw out the building. Oh, they took his 10 bucks? Well, it's he, the money. I got the money I owed you. I think, ouch, yuck. Oh, oh no, Tony and Freddy. Murder. So there's a homis two homicides in this movie. Yeah, but it was a mob rub out. Yeah, that's even, where did now, they rub out? <laughs> Let's watch our cop count. Uh, are those three uh, plain clothes guys? Plain clothes, yeah, they are. They're sabotage. Sabotage. Do, do, do. 11, 12, 13, 14. Well, and these cops, the... the one on the left, definitely not new, but the two behind. Like... Yeah. But the, the, the cop boss, he's getting greedy. He's catching on to it. Who is your paymaster? Who is your He's not catching on yet. He's not catching on. When the genie disappears, he'll he'll be like, "Holy shit, you guys weren't lying!" Right Look now, the total fatalities. Did you see that? Look at the blackboard. It says total fatalities, nineteen eighty five, forty one. Really? Like when the yeah. Look right there. Total thirty one, nineteen eighty five. Year to date, twenty five. Oh T my fatalities. god! That's a real stat. They're in a real police station, and this is a kids film. Well, they thought they would add a little detail for the kids. Let them know that 45 cops, 25 cops have died so far this year. Well, Mike, no, are, Mike, you think that that's the film that did that, or do you think they're in a real police station? Uh, maybe they shot this in a country club in Florida. Like, hardly working. No, this has to be... They're on location. No smoking in dark room. Criminal investigation, projectors room. Yeah, maybe they are. Oh, he got away. Quick, he's getting away. After him. 
Look, our hands touched each other. These hands. So we're at 16 comps. So he is a genie. I can make money. Yeah, don't think about baseball. Think about baseball. Oh, I was about to go blind rubbing it that hard. Don't you think they should have done the, the illusion with the smoke and he comes out of the bottle? Hey, there's no time, Carl. We got to get this movie out. Canada <laughs> Ray sold it. They sold it in cans in the, based on the poster alone. Oh, yeah, on a napkin. Uh, yeah. They made a deal on a napkin. Uh-oh. Hey. So the, all right, so we're getting to a climax, right? This must be Act Three because we're, we're all in the villain's lair. Look, Mike thinks I'm some sort of character actor, but I swear I'm doing Jackie Gleason. You see, is he doing like Skadoo, Jackie Gleason? Oh yeah, he looks like Jackie Gleason. Okay, now the thing is, um, what's happening here is basically like they, you know, they they want the Oh wow. wow. They want the genie. They they want to know how what's all the money, what's all the power, the Rolls Royce, and and he's reminding them at night I my powers don't work. Oh, so this is nighttime right now. Right. You can oh, tell from the shadows. It's gonna be starting. This is not whatever they shot it. The director set up the lights. Looks good to me. <laughs> but but get but out of the corpse. Get out of the tomb. All right, good. All right, give him some oxygen. All right, let's do it. Now, Jer Grandpa will go on to pass away within like four or five years, something like that. He's retired down there in Florida, and he just came out of retirement. Gosh, did I already tell you what he was in? I think there was two interesting things I didn't get to tell you about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. He was in – no, it's not him. Squinty. No, I was thinking of that Porky's thing. <clears throat> All right. Yes, yeah, Squinty. You can't. Does he look healthy right now? Look at his. Skin. Yes, he's rugged. He's. he's I would be jealous. Hair. I would be jealous. He's he's gonna walk into a bar and get any man he wants. Grandpa looks like a muppet. Walk into Grandpa. a bar and get any. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look, it's maybe it's not. His body's his tie. It's oh the style God. to have the tie stop for the second the last button on your shirt. Now, we're about to have a big fight scene in which he really kicks their ass. But in truth, he would be tired after each scene. You know, like, they're going to go, okay. and he's going to go, ah, ah, okay. The family's in the background Next, watching. Think about how winded he is from that. Oh, yeah, look at oh this. Oh, my God. Why would a cook who has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> well, I guess I work here, so I should act what, like a go monster. I should go in a monster. Well, it's in the Sega video game where you on a boat and you have to attack yeah. people and then the chef comes out and you have to fight him and there's like a, whoa, look at that stun. This is cool. We should have this done a like, mobster count as well as a police That's count. what I'm saying. Like, there's so many mobsters and cops. I don't know what the message of this movie is. Now, why does... didn't even hit him. That, that kick wasn't even close. I'm giving it a lot of credit for this film, but... Why is the kid turning the lights off? To make sure Bud, I don't know. So Bud's just fighting normally, right? Yeah, what's the chef doing here? Why did I pick this fight? I should have just gone home. Right, he has no genie powers right now. 
Hello? Oh, God, I want to send a squad car. Oh, go ahead, play his voice. I would like to uh, order a pizza. I would get the, the sound. Uh-oh. Ow! Uh, Kurt is for you. And and the kid did that. What kind of show do they do where it's like a background like that? Welcome to a pizzeria. Lights on. Hey, kid. Come here, you. Get in there, Norton. I'll pop your collar. Oh, what a funny joke. He wrecked Oh. Me. I got a gun on the kid. All right. I'll... Oh, now we're doing like a... Mirrors. Funhouse mirrors thing. Lady from Shanghai. Well, if it wasn't those two mirrors, it must be this mirror. <laughs> I think that's funny. He's a funny guy. Hey, no. There's cobwebs on the uh, fountain. Okay, wait. We got to do the cop count now, but we got to be careful because some of these cops we've seen. Right, that's right. So they're they're all in pairs. So there was like eight pairs. So it might so already be all five. the 15 we've seen before. Let's I saw see. that cop. Wait, there's there's Frank the, Oz. There's a lady, two women cops. That's definitely new. There was a lady cop behind mm -hmm. in the office. Okay, so I, I see faces that are not familiar, but I can't do a good count. Just look for the mustache that looks unfamiliar. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Look All right, the so there's one, one female. That we saw one female cop before, so there were two. So we definitely have an increase of one cop. I'm sorry, it's against the law to have an elephant tusk in your office, right? In the, as, a, as a public servant, it's so weird. Like you can have a flag that says state of Florida because you work for the state of Florida. Yeah. But having an elephant tusk? What the fuck? So now Grandpa what, I mean, is that because he called 911 and they broke up a protection racket, he's going to get a reward of $100,000. Does this make sense in the real world? Well, you know what I mean. We're rich. We're rich. Oh, hey, happy day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, this wraps up the plot nice and neat. How much money? Oh, we're not done yet, Mike. How much money? What are you talking about? Well, we're not done yet. No, we're wrapping this up. No. Things are, <laughs> we're done. Final scene or something weird. No, no. Look at the elephant and the Indian. What's this guy? Like, and how many, how many people hang out there? Okay, so I love, I don't know what this building is. But all right, so they get out okay. of the elevator. Bench, well, as right? you know, we've been with the police, and he was like chief of the police, right? But right. his his role now will change. Hey, I no gotta go, guys. I'm gonna go back upstairs. And he walks up, and then he just goes right into the restricted area. He knows they took Jeannie somewhere. See, this guy follows him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me now. The cop, right? Our chief of police. Something weird happens in the movie. All of a sudden, he's got all this sort of power. He has access to medical facilities. He has access to, like, Cold War map of where all the nuclear sites are. He, can, he gets on the phone and he calls out choppers. It's really weird. He becomes, like, head of the FBI or something. He's like the, the guys who want to get E.T. at the end. Right. But I mean, a second ago, he was chief of police in Miami. 
Right. You not by the way, don't play hide and seek in the old air conditioner right? or <laughs> don't you shut that door. Because if you close that door, you're gonna get stuck and you'll be out of luck. Stop. And you'll be out of air. You gotta stuck. I can't read like this. Right. You won't be able to so let's play hide and seek in the old refrigerator. But don't you don't. shut that door. Oh, and then, oh, yeah, so here, Chief of Police has a medical center. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. All of a sudden, they have this medical facility, and he's doing experiments like it's a facility designed for that. And he goes, nurse, let's do, you know, sec section six. We'll move on to phase eight now. Like, they have it all planned out. Like the Wow. And they're, what are they going to do? They're going to, like, do, they're going to cut them open to see what's inside them, what makes them tick. It's the dumbest thing ever. Now we'll get stupid humor like, he can't be knocked out. You give him a shot, it should knock him out. So is this daytime? This is the next morning. This is night, I guess. And So the, he doesn't have any powers. The kid's going to bust in and go, holy cow, it's 6 a.m. It's daytime now. Now his powers work. So I guess, yes, it's night. He doesn't notice it? It's like the scene in Gremlins 2 where they're like, how do you know it's midnight? What if they're on a plane and they go to a different time zone? And uh -huh. the response to the critics yeah. or the, the Gremlins attack them, that's the response they give to the critics. <laughs> no, but if you go to a different time zone, the sun also is lagging behind, right? So yeah. Gremlins, if it was, you know, it's a time of, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, Oh, so, the, hey, that's the Swedish mom. No. No? No, it's just the nurse. And they're wearing their scrubs uh, uh, backwards. And, like, why would people at the pol be at the police station downstairs in the basement with scrubs and, like, a is that an image? That's, a a CGI? Uh, that's the restricted area. Oh, that's a new Coke. You see the little classic Coke sign? Really? Classic Coke. Go, go, go for the nice hard shot. It wasn't a product placement, that's for sure. Classic Coke. So that's the funny joke. Like, none of the knockout drugs will knock them out, but a drinking of Coke does. Ha, ha, ha. Too much Coke. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, uh, I bud Spencer again. Oh, always with the Coke. Too much Coke will not put you to sleep. Okay, so now in this police station, they're all suited up to do surgery. <laughs> And they're not very, they're not all suited up. I mean, I hate to go COVID on you, but half of them are wearing their masks at the in the surgery. Uh, yeah, right. you know, I am conscious of that. Like, he will take off his mask when the kid confronts him. It's like, you're still in, you want it to be yeah. sterile. You, you gotta be sterile. Yeah, there you go. Take your saw, um, the island of Jamaica. I just looked at it. I had I had sterile. No. It might work better as a tweet <laughs> that you never send. It might work better if I would shut up. Think before <laughs> you talk. Think before you talk. So you're right. I thought this movie ended. No. <laughs> uh oh. E.T. I mean, bud. Then we're overhearing, he's, like, start with his skull. Excellent idea. You know? Shit, they're turning Bud into a chud. Yeah. 
Hey, that's my friend. Get out of here. I'm not sterile. You can't jump out of a vent like that. Yes, I can. No, I mean, physically impossible. You must be really spry. We're both acting right now. See the genie in the lamp? I'm acting that I'm mad at you. Let's, doctor, hold that kid. Well, it's not really my in my profession, but okay. That's an appropriate kid. Cut it out. Oh, come on. No, Listen, I know you're kid. 14. Inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, wait, look, you can see him like deflate. Yeah. From the table. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. dressed in his classic 1600s gear. Yeah, this made, movie made me thought of a premise for a movie in which, like, just like this, a kid gets the genie. So he'll make a wish, but he'll use colloquialism and, you know, and this guy's from years ago. So what's a good example? They made him an orangutan. <laughs> yeah, he has. Oh, he's back. Yeah, that is inappropriate. Listen, I could pick my own nets. Yeah. He just, uh, listen, he just you know. You don't have to wear the cap, officer. Why? Because you're bald. There's no hair. You don't have to wear yeah. the cap. You're sterile. I'm wearing the cap. He might have said, like, hail Italian dictators. Fascism. Right. It is an Italian movie. Hey, Kyle. Oh, there's the bad guy again. So now this police commissioner has the power to abduct him and people at his beck and call. And we learned that he owns a missile. I don't know if this Oops. is funny. It's a little funny, right? His wife is conjured up from Europe. Oh, what, this scene. Now I got to kick out the mistress. Right. Why is this funny? Oh, but she's going back, right? Yeah. Make her go back to Europe, please. Please. There we go. You know, in this movie, he has to say, I want. Why doesn't he say, I wish? Why not? Why not? It's oh, right. Well, it's, wish for, it's want fulfillment. Right. This is all, this film is want fulfillment. Do you think okay. the commissioner's wife is also uh, an officer? Listen, I got to point it out now again. Look, this police chief. Yeah, he now is in like, look, he's in an FBI kind of office. Like he's some... Yeah, he's got, like, security people around him. Right, and tusks. Level yeah, but... five? Level five! You ever see Strange Brew? I want you to set the map to level five. Can you turn the light on? You want is... me to turn the light on? Is that, um... I was thinking of DEFCON 4, right? The oh, yeah. Okay, so now we're sort of wrapping up, okay? So he wants... All the military in the world like be turned into penguins and blow, you know their submarines become bananas and then what is with this transformation? Except for this one missile silo in Ohio that he has full control over, and he would be the most powerful man in the world. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Look yeah, look at that. He's mad with power, giving a big old speech for front of the board. It's the board, really, than the man. When you have a map of the world, like, <laughs> yeah, you, that's right. You can make, it, make anyone look powerful. Like in Dr. Strangelove, he, he can see the big board. We got yeah. a whiskey in here. Oh, 
Oh, how are we going to escape? Well, I have an idea. Flying carpet. It's a whole new world, Carl. Oh, good thing it in his head. The window was open on that building. No. Where he cuts the same footage. Look how he's, like, not afraid at all. And, like, think about it. If you were up there, it would be so fucked up, right? The wind, right. the chill, right? You would you would think you could stay on a flat rock and not roll your ass off of that thing? But now he's, like, calling out the squad of choppers. You see this mad power he has. Like, all of a sudden, he controls a military and so he's in the office. His office window gets smashed. And then two minutes later, he's in a helicopter? Yeah. Poof. Wow, maybe he's a genie. Maybe you're the genie. So what they're saying now is, my powers are dangerous. And the hands of a man like that, you know, it could ruin the world. Wow. Scramble the choppers. Now, Bud Spencer can fly one of those puppies. Yeah, it's remarkable they were able to get four for the movie. It really put some uh, cash in this. Yeah, there's budget in this. The Canon Films, man. Yeah. Well, they probably had the helicopters for Delta Force or whatever. No, I Delta Force. Delta Force. I don't know about Globus, but for Golan, this movie was hype. Okay, so there he's. Oh, I'm gonna fall. But, uh, it's some peril. You're too much before the movie ends. You're saved. Uh, the so movie's about to goes, end. I'm in peril finally. He goes, I know a spot. How would he know? In Miami where it's the deepest water and people can't go down there. Throw the lamp in there. And that way nobody ever can have this power and misuse it. This film uh -huh. is so stupid. Uh, obviously, they have not seen Aladdin 2. <laughs> The inevitable sequel. Yeah, copter. What do we why, do about those copters? Why do one D in Aladdin? Why? I, you know what? Maybe they just created the logo and realized they misspelled it later. So look, he turns them into balloons because he wishes that they would. He wants that they would slow down. That's so strange. Wow, how did they do that? That was good, right? Perfectly positioned. Yeah. It was perfectly positioned. I mean, there's, there's the deepest spot in the ocean. Throw the lamp in. He goes, Well, what'll happen to you? He says, Well, I'll be in the lamp and I'll just, you know, so I'll just stay there and sleep for all eternity. And he goes, But you should be human and stay here with me. And so he makes him, he wishes him with the lamp that genie. Wait a minute, if he's, what's he? What happens to a boy on a flying rug when you throw a lamp in, and with a genie underwater? Does yeah. the magic stop? Exactly. That was my question, too. He's right now wishing that he becomes a man. So are they going to fall into the water and basically they might not drown. They might drift to shore, I guess, you know? We go. Plunk. Drop it right here in the deepest part of the ocean. Yeah. This, you idiot, you missed tank. it. That's the shallowest. Yeah. It's do it obviously again? a shallow look. There's yeah. wreckage on it. There would be no camera down there. Oh, finally, a musical number from the nightclub we've seen all about. Right. And it's just done for no reason. 
we will end our film now. They're playing that stupid Genie song, if you want to hear it. Oh, I love and, it. Yeah, of course they want to hear it. And then Genie's going to come Jeannie, out playing the piano. Genie, A, B, C, T, one, two, three, P, Y, T, Genie. Hey, guys, you, hey, you ladies know that I happen to be the club owner. I, really? Yeah, it's true. Really? Hey, we were just no, hanging out with you. I don't that drink woman, anymore, just wrapping up my story arc. But you said one woman had two glasses. She raised two glasses. Two mm. double fisting. They didn't pay the extras, I guess. Oh, no, he's playing piano. He does everything. What's he doing? I thought he was in the water. No, he, You're underwater. he made him a man. He doesn't have any powers anymore. He's just a guy. Who plays the piano right and and it oh leaves a lot of open questions like what's he gonna do with his life but the movie ends luckily for us and we don't have to learn Can you imagine clapping along while dry ice oh, is coming towards the you? wife oh. is there a second time she was in the film again remember when they oh, parked right. Royce on the grass oh good so he said it twice wink back he, did he wink it's hard to tell right yeah oh, Squinty ass eyes. What was that movie with the uh, yes, a Figaro? What was it like? Uh, it was a anyway. Anyway, enough enough about this movie. We're done. We got the fantastic theme song. I'm the genie. We have the where. I'm sorry, Carl. What do you think of this movie? Well, I think we got to a cop, cop count of 17, but there should have been other cops in the room. Maybe it's like more like 20. That's pretty high cop count. That's a lot of cops in this movie. They That's hired a lot what of I cops. think of this piece of crap. I love this movie. I mean, it's definitely a piece of crap, but uh, it's actually a piece of crap. I don't know. I can't, I can't, uh, I mean, it's. Grandpa was pretty good, right? I like Grandpa and I liked uh, Tony. And, and uh, Tony the, buys it. The mom was pretty much a non-character, right? She really didn't do anything but the mom. Well, she got, she was in peril, but nothing really, but so was the entire family anyway. Yeah. Like and the, she has the that, father has mobsters, the kid has predators. And I don't know, the whole, like, the relationship with the love interest sort of got stalled, right? We didn't... Yeah. They shared a soda. They got up. To, he got up to Walker home. They left their soda there, and really, we didn't have any more love story at all. Yeah, but maybe the well, the cop kind of eased up on her. Eased up on it. Wow, <laughs> Carl, I can't. I have to tell you, uh, it was disposable. But it was. Uh, I don't know. It's hard watching bad kids movies. You know, it's like it they should have crap, crap and double crap. Especially it was crap, crap and double crap. <laughs> like. Think about it, your point. Like, I think you're right that this must be a kid's film, okay? And if it is a kid's film, you're showing uh, child trafficking, you're yeah. showing alcoholism, you're showing drunk driving, you're showing fighting, right. as your, like wish fulfillment, you're showing cheating, like, make me great at basketball, make me a great ski skier, you know, uh, water skier. Yeah, just random stuff. It's an absolute horrible film for children. 
Oh, well, what a great segue, Carl. Speaking of horrible film for children, I'm really excited to tell you we'll be back next week. You can listen to us Sunday, next Sunday at 2 p.m. You can have our podcast drop next Sunday night. You can watch us on YouTube because next week we are watching. It's an encore presentation. We did this movie the first year of the podcast before Carl joined on yes. uh, and disappeared from uh, the Internet. And now it's back once again. Of course, it's fantastic for the movie from 1994. Roger Corman's infamous uh, film. I have a trailer uh, from Jose and Angela. Uh, Jose, okay, I found it. Jose Angeles. All right. So um, let's do this in. Uh, wait, wait, no, I got an ad. Now I got me just cancel this ad. Oh yeah, hang on, hang on that too. Why did it do an ad? I just want to watch the shitty trailer. All right. Pause. Uh, I back to zero, zero. You're the sound. Let's, yep. Three, two, one, go. Thing. Storm. Girl. Read. Wow. That's a good thing. Only for this scene that he just kind of. Yeah, it looks like a good movie. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is in the room. Oh, I like that. You got the visuals going. Doom in the room. Reed Richards, where's your gray hair? What? Oh, there's the famous and, wedding. Cut, cut, cut. Oh, Thanos. Thanos. Oh, you see that? It, what, the one morphed into a two, into a three, into a four. Look, he's stretching. That's fantastic. There's a, there's a diamond involved. Well, where did she? She doesn't disappear. She's just invisible. They wouldn't. They right. would still hit her. Clobbering. It's clobbering time. Bullets bounce right off of the thing. That's the thing. About Who's going to break down this wall? I think we'll do it. Now, this was before Darth Vader. It was in the 60s that Doctor Doom existed. Yeah, that's true. There were uh, helmeted people before. I mean, there was the man with the iron mask. It wasn't like right. the original idea. Right. Oh, well, that, yeah. Oh, and look at this. It goes straight into the documentary Doomed, which I just recently saw. The untold uh -huh. story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do some homework, Popcorn Flicks has the documentary. I saw it on Hulu Digital that uh, they interview the stars and the producers and they send more story. This is a well-trod movie, bad movies. We all love bad movies. So sometimes we talk about the same film. It's all out of love of these movies and how crazy stupid they are. So we'd love to see you next week for Fantastic Four, the movie from 1994. Carl, any way people can reach you? CarlSucks.com. CarlSucks.com. And uh, you can find me somewhere. You can find me here on the YouTube channel and on the podcast and here at mutinyradio.fm. Keep listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Double,
W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, that's W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard, we stream first here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yes, every Sunday, make a habit of it. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you listen to MutinyRadio.fm for L-W-A-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. It is also a podcast. You know what? It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Right, Carl? Hi, Carl. Right. Hey, Mike. Right. What's up? W-L-A-F-L. Your drive time DJ. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym is also our podcast. So if you don't have time on Sundays to listen, you can listen Sunday night with our podcast description. And bonus, we're on the video on YouTube where you can watch us right now. At our not YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We do this every week. You listen to our podcast. You watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Heart Bleeps. We will watch today Heart Bleeps 1981. It's one word. You go to your YouTube search engine and you put in heart, like boom, 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 boom. And then bleep, right. like I don't know what, like a curse word. No, like a robot bleeps. Beeps, beeps, beeps. I'm screwing up the audience. Heart beeps. Oh, I'm such a jerk. B-E-E-P-S. 
Heart, one word, Heart, B-E-E-P-S, 1981. Sorry, audience. The channel no is Ishka. Ishka, I-S-H-K-A-H. Uh, Ishka is hosting it, and he has it like it's almost uh, part of a, a playlist. It's number 41, Heart Beeps, starring Andy Kaufman, and then in right. parentheses, 1981. Really excited. This is a film I've heard about since 1981. I never mm -hmm. had a chance to see this movie. So lucky us, huh? Yeah, probably because yeah. it bombed. And I, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, FM DeMarco, uh, for his movie podcast. His movie Facebook page recommended this link and finally found a link to Heartbeeps. So Heartbeeps. I, I, I follow his father on uh, AM. AM. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, you know what, old man? I listen to uh, I listen to FM tomorrow. I think it's something to say. AM tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I remember right. it tomorrow. Wow, we are all over the place. So here's what we're gonna do. We want you to go find that link. That is course number forty one dot heart beeps starring Andy Kaufman, nineteen eighty one, and then go ahead, press the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero zero. We should mention. There's ads in this. Yes. So yes. when you hit it, there's probably going to be an ad. Let the ad play. Hit skip ad. And then hit pause when you get to the real meat of the movie. Rather short movie today. Uh, but once you get it paused and all ready and all set to go, heart beeping, when we say go, we want you to hit play and start the movie along with us so we can let us watch full length. Carl, we have a special comedian, celebrity comedian, to yes. do our celebrity comedian countdown. He's Take it calm. away, Carl. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. <clears throat> All right. Why did you play that clip where you're playing that clip where you're playing that clip? Johnny. Listen, I'm recording my podcast. Would you do our countdown? Sure. All right. This is Johnny Watson. He's a big time star. He was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was in, he's streaming right now on that John Lennon Netflix film. Um, he was uh what? <laughs> he's, he's he's in this new movie called Fly Guys that's coming out. He was the star of this documentary called Last in Class. Ladies and gentlemen, counting us down from three, it's Johnny Watson. Nine, two, three, two, one. Go. Wow, thank you, Carl's friend on the phone. My name is Crime Buster, 00719. Oh, oh, seven, one, nine. James Bond bot. Oh, oh, seven, one, nine. Oh, this movie's all over the place. What's going on? We'll get to opening credits in a minute. It just starts in this awkward way. In media res. In the middle of shit. <laughs> in the middle of shit. Welcome to the movie. We got a hostage negotiation happening right now. You see the tree stump? It's threatening him. He's a cop. He's a robot cop. Crime buster. Right. There must be a way I can mute this. Uh, yes. Uh, you can mute it. And it seems, is this a really talking movie, Carl? Yes, it's a very talking movie. Ron Gans is the voice of crime buster. And Ron, I didn't look you up. I was not impressed. <laughs> I'm so apologetic, Ron. Well, I I recognize he's one of those that guys from Hollywood. You see that yeah. robot, you're like, oh, it's that guy. 
Who's that guy? Well, that robot, Mike, it's really interesting. It's from the $6 million man. Um, it was just, they retooled it and to use it in the, it was from an episode of the $6 million man. And they just, you know, put a few more bells and whistles on it. I remember that's when Steve Austin taunted the other robots. Ha ha. I got a penis. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. How many movies has Andy Kaufman been in? Zero, right? Yeah, he was, um, let's see here. I have him right here. Yeah, his name is Val, and we're getting to meet him right now. He's a robot. Um, hardly any. He was all over TV. You see, he was in negotiations for a movie about Tony Clifton, but they didn't have confidence in him because they didn't know if he was a star or not. You know, he could do it. So they right. put him in this film as a test. Wow, what an expensive test. Yeah, yeah, $12 million. And that's like, this is what, early 80s money? Yeah. Now, they made $2,154,000. Like, they lost $10 million on this film. Now, here's Randy Quaid on the left. Well, yeah, on the left. Oh, the big guy. The one with the yeah, mega hat. From, uh, I guess you could say he's uh, from National Lampoon's Vacation, right? That's how everyone knows yeah. him. I, I know him from tabloid newspapers from across the country in Canada ah. for, his, for his latest crazy antics. His, yeah, aunt, he, uh, he... his uncle is okay, but his antics is crazy, man. <laughs> and this is Kenneth McMillan. He's a character actor. You would know him from like Dune. And um, he always plays these like gruff, hostile characters. Uh, he was in Rhoda. For years he's a character actor you'll know his face right now sure. we're looking at his ears now they just manufactured him and they're gonna let him go or well he's come in for repairs something's wrong he's got to get fixed so they're just warehousing him until it's time and that makeup must be crazy yeah it is and the guy's like a award winner he didn't win an oscar but he was nominated he, his his name is Stan Winston, and sure. he, was, he lost the Oscar to um, American Werewolf in London. We can understand why he did. Right. But, what a uh, year. Okay, I got an ad going. Ad, four, three, uh, two. Panarea. Bread. Why would you have something called Dan? Hey, Angelinos, don't tell me where I am. Stop specifying locations. Skip ad. Sorry, that should be Denver. Skip ad. Is there a way I could skip the... Yeah, you could skip the ad. Skip the ad. I'm clicking skip ad. Oh, you know what? Get I should do it on the actual... Ah. There, few. Ah. Hey, Bernadette Peters. Yeah, now who should his bunkmate be here on a high shelf in a store, in a warehouse? But another model. This model, you see, he's Val. He's Valcom17485. And he's like a stockbroker kind of, like a commodities trader kind of robot. I know and his Rick... brother, Vic20. <laughs> yeah. Vic, Valcom, Valcom, 17485. We're going to call him Val. And she is Aquacom, 89045. Now, they didn't know about dot-coms at that point, right? Valcom right. and Aquacom. Must be computer, though. 
which is it's what not very computery. It isn't. Um, and she is like a, a robot for parties, and not for sex, but for like um, serving at pool parties mostly, but other social functions too, like serving tray and engaging in conversation. Hey, have you checked out my Bernadette Peters bot? <laughs> no, that sounds really interesting. Oh, Bernadette Peters bot. Uh, yeah, if I had a Bernadette Peters bot, I would have big plans for her. She I would, would ask be... her about her human's career. You know, what was it like to be working with? The robot probably can't answer because it doesn't know what it's like to, to work with other humans. Sigourney Weaver was offered this role to be Bernadette Peters' role, and she really wanted to do it. And her agent was like, come on, what are you, crazy? But it's Andy Kaufman. Ridiculous. It's a pretty She's crazy premise. Actor, actress. <clears throat> What's that? Yeah. It's a pretty crazy premise. I, I remember Alan Arquish. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's the director. He did a bunch of cool movies. Don't we like one of his films? Go Crazy or something? Go Bananas? Well, there's Get Crazy in nineteen. Get Crazy. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, I get it mixed up with Going Bananas. Engage and talk. Oh, all right, hang on. Uh, and we will hear Andy Kaufman. I just Ignatian is Aquacom. Aquacom. I am being custom reconditioned as a companion hostess. That's for how they talk to us during this movie. And yeah, subjects. and it's how she'll talk throughout. My observation concerning the I beauty do like the of sunset. the sunset. The sunset is pretty. Is yeah. The director did do a good okay, job. Now, this guy started with, like, with Roger Corman. What? What? No, no. Come on. Come on. Oh, I thought you were talking. Hang on. Well. By the time I unmute, I, I miss out. However, for the Calm series robots, charm increases desirability and is therefore valuable knowledge. I too am in the companion series. You hear it? Yeah. Okay, I want to hear more. I am Valcom 17485. Function? Okay, I don't want to hear any more. Okay. Oh, wow, that is really annoying. Well, that's the movie. Great. But it's endearing and sweet. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times with sound, and they're playing the nice music. John Williams did this music, by the way. Yeah. The producer who worked on this was also with John Williams on uh, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, so they pulled him in. It's a really beautiful soundtrack, but, like, J John, that's like hitting it, fixing it with a hammer, you know? I mean, it's too, he's too good for this film. Well, Stan, Stan Winston is a pretty impressive special effects guy. And yeah. just by losing to Rick Baker that year, it just shows how crazy uh, competition was. But they're all like stellar people. This movie, like, I remember when it came out in the theaters and the ad campaign looked really weird. Yeah. Really you, you can't really say that for many films. The taglines are funny. Um, Meet a modern nuclear family unlike any other. Well, that's not funny. Um yeah, they're not funny. Okay. Excuse me. The other tagline is "Wanted." Be on the lookout for this gang of misfit robots. It's really actually not good tags at all, is it? Oh well, I'll be on the lookout. People will be like, "Mike, that was a movie poster. You don't really have to look out for misfit <laughs> robots." Now, there will be a thunderstorm. 
and during this thunderstorm, they will both be scared. In this movie, robots totally have emotions. Do they really? Anthony Quinn, should I get it? It's Anthony Quinn. I won't get it. Um, no, I don't. What was I saying? They have emotion in this. You'll see. Go ahead. Come on. Why don't you be? Don't be stingy on the mute this episode. Okay. Hang on. Just give me a second. I'm doing this old-fashioned style. I gotta uh, manually do stuff. Okay. Okay, hang on. No, I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, you're just going to hear a thunderstorm, Mike. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Give me a break. Wait, hang on. One... Man, old school, I have to manually click the button. Yeah, you have to manually. Yeah. It's old school. Looks... Man, I got to switch browser windows. Oh, you do? I... Yeah, I can't see you, Carl. I have. I want to see okay. you. Watch the movie. I guess so. This is okay, some pretty well, cool. So now the storm is calming, so they're not being, you know, holding hands and being scared. But they like suddenly see they don't like each other like love or something. Like it will grow into that. Or no, are they going to be future? trying to telegraph that? Uh oh. Yeah. Training. Double O Seven Spy Bot. <laughs> crime Buster. Crime Buster. Crime Buster. Now that I just tickles me pink that this is from a TV show with uh, and it's Six Million Dollar Man. Right. This guy's great, Mike. Don't be stingy on the mute button with this guy. And don't do it now. Don't do it now. Throughout our film, be ready. By the time I press the button, they're going to talk. Now, is this James Coco? Is this uh, Paul Dooley? No. Um, Kill the kid. You know what? Okay, it's Barry Diamond. Oh, I know Barry Diamond. I didn't look him up. I looked up. I'm not going to say poor man's bobcat, but he was in a bachelor party as a crazy friend. Oh, uh, he's, he's really funny. He's, he was in national lampoons class reunion, which we saw back in the day. Yes, we did. And, uh, he, it's, it's, so he's always a welcome presence. Uh, he, he's a, he did a bunch of comedy albums in the eighties. Rainbow. Pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. It's like, what is the function of a rainbow? You're it not in census to scientific of all the colors on the spectrum that the human eye can detect? Yes. He got to perform with Carol Kane, too, in Taxi. So he's, he's performed with Bernadette Peters and Carol Kane. Now, Bernadette Peters was all about Broadway. We think of her as a movie star, because that's how we know right. her. But really, most all of her career was Broadway. And of course, she was in The Jerk, and you know, she was she was in a lot of films, um, Pennies from Heaven, Annie. The she was on Carol Burnett Show, The Muppet Show. She was in Silent Movie, but really, she won Tony Awards. She was nominated all the time. She was really a. I always associate her with uh, Mel Brooks movies too. Mm hmm. Yep. And Kimmy Schmidt wasn't she the landlord? On that show, I think so. Or no, that's probably Carol Kane. I got him mixed up. God damn it. 
I don't know who Carol Kane is. Can you believe that? She looks exactly like Brunette Peters. Oh, here's Barry Diamond. Hang on. Let me manually click it. Now, this is a very delicate machine. It's not right to just oh, tell Andy me what's Clayton. right. Speaking of right, I'm staying Randy? at this gorgeous hotel. I told the clerk, I got a leak in the sink. He said, go ahead. Customer's always right. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, that's my act. <laughs> I so, got a um, leak in my sink. Yeah, they underutilized uh, Randy Quaid here because he plays a straight guy the whole time. Which we've seen him do before, but he's really yeah, he's a always like a big actor. Look. Well, in the seventies, he was like a serious actor. One uh, floor's Cuckoo's Nest, the last detail. Yeah, the last detail for sure. I don't know if he was in Cuckoo's Nest. Well, don't so quote me you, on Cuckoo's Nest. Do you, do you think that, like National Lampoon movie, you know, Vacation, really suddenly now he's a comedic actor? Well, I mean, he also was on SNL, like, during that weird year as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, with Martin Short and... Harry Shearer, like, they just... Oh, uh, Anthony Hall, Michael Anthony Hall, and, and Robert Downey Jr., wasn't it him? Yeah. They just stacked that show. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right. Click. Hang on. Click. And he didn't hear the weasel. Oh, I miss. I just. Stop. I just got his punchline. Yeah. <laughs> right, every bit where they the guy tells a joke, you start with the punchline, and that's not what the monkey said. And then everyone goes, <laughs> 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 "That's right. That's classic." That I I remember that most. Like they they'd be at a um one time like the Flint, Flintstones got rich. They were having a cocktail party, and that was. <laughs> So the monkey says, <laughs> "The scene opens up with him telling, finishing a joke." Yeah, it's all living. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, I'm clicking oh, skip ads. Clicking Distant skip ads. Mountains. I need to take a field trip with a highly intelligent companion. Okay, how come there's no collect, oh, there store and interpret data? I lack such a unit. So Barry <laughs> Diamond has a plan for these two? No. No, he's a third wheel. Are they robot small talking? No. Nothing he's proposing that they leave there and go, he wants to go out and gather data about lumber, which is what he trades in commodity, you see. So he thinks this will help his primary function. And he needs, he desires a unit to assist him with processing and interpretation of data. And she's like, I am such a unit. Cute. Oh, wow. So they really met cute in this movie. Yeah, this movie is cute throughout the whole thing. That's a good way to explain it. And uh, this this wasn't a hit. This was a big bomb. And... Uh, Andy Kaufman like shot his own foot in a way because he didn't get. Uh, okay, I don't know. He didn't. This wasn't his baby. You know what I mean? They gave him the right. script. They put him in it. Um, so it's a little unfair. But uh, and also, look, they greenlighted his budget. Not him. It's the director and the producer. They greenlighted the budget with under this mistake of 
R2D2 and C3PO are very popular with kids. Can you imagine, Carl? God damn it. Get me production. We need an R2D2 movie in right. the pipelines now. What about this Kaufman kid? We've been looking to try him out. Yeah, Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You mean that Tony Clifton oh. pick? Do you I'm recognize so the character the... actor? I recognize the board game. Aren't they playing Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer? Mm-hmm. That's Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Who left a... the fridge door open? Mike! I don't, rec- I don't recognize any of them. What's up, Carl? He's saying, like, I got my wife the cleanup bot, and she loves it. I don't know. This truck and its contents might be valuable to us. Yeah, so let's just save us time and energy depreciation. Oh man, these robots have gone bad. Yeah, they break bad in in the uh, that camper. Um, where is um? God damn it! What's his name? Catskill, Catskill model. Checky. Shecky. I thought I made that name up. I didn't. Shecky's a real name. Shecky Green's like one of the world's most famous Catskills comedians. Oh, okay. Okay. I In uh, Life's Laugh Lessons, I named the guy Shecky, and nobody batted an eye. I didn't know I was paying homage. Yeah, that's right. You were. There was a Jewish humor magazine called Shecky Magazine for a while. <laughs> No, right now she's being a like kind of wife. She's like, my danger sense is. Why don't you reach? You know, could you reduce speed, please? Please check map. I don't need map, honey. Please check map. So it's like, what'd you do with the robots? They're not there. The fuck? Now Randy Quaid and and um. Gosh, his name's Max. Max okay. and Charlie. Stupid names. Um, oh, here. Here we go. Is that Ned Beatty? You two get pressure. And Good guess. Good guess. Look, Rob. I'm trying to Don't look Rob and me, God damn it! It's Richard Stahl, who we saw in Hopscotch. Right. Isn't he, isn't he Arliss? Best known as Arliss. I don't think no. so. No. Well, he's I best the- known for Splash. He was the doctor in Splash. Gotcha. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Run off and, and find, find us a no. unicorn. So it's like, you guys gotta, go, gotta leave the complex and go find him. They're in Colorado. They shot in Colorado. Now, it's warm in Colorado, so it really limited the time in which they could have the makeup on. It would start to, melt's not the right word. It would start to go bad. Yeah, I mean, it looks really restrictive. The the robot robot makeup looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would love to have that. robots. Yeah, totally. I don't know about the robot with the mouth open to the side. I feel uncomfortable being served food from it. (laughs) I think it would be mocking me. Crime Buster 007, no relation. The James Bond. 
I got that joke right. Oh, Carl, I watched this movie. Ip, I don't know if you, you're a fan of uh, Ip Man, but the fourth one, uh, Ip Man's in San Francisco in the 1950s. He's the guy who taught Bruce Lee. There were no IP uh, addresses in the 1950s. Well, they have, they're in a military base and it's, it's a Chinese production and they have English in it. So the drill sergeant is like, bust your ass. And at one point he goes, put the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, really? From Eddie Murphy? Yeah. yeah, I think the movie was 2003, but the drill sergeant yells at them, banana in the tailpipe. We're not following any banana in the tailpipe. It sounds like the military is yelling that. God, I love it. Ip Man, really good. So Ip Man 4, the finale. Val ran us off the road, you know, because, <laughs> you know, Aquaman right. He was driving crazy. And um, now they got to figure stuff out, you know. They're a little trapped. So they're in Colorado right now, even though it looks like they just shot somewhere. It looks like they shot in your backyard, Carl. No, that looks, look at those pines. That looks like Colorado. Nice. You see that like cooling shade, even though it's hot as shit that the pines give. Yeah. That's that kind of forest. Now, Barry Diamond was with them all the time. Yeah. He's the third wheel. Literally, right? They've got all these spare parts. And now that the truck has crashed, they've got to carry them. And that's not efficient. Okay, and Val is efficient. So what he does is he and Bernadette Peters assemble a unit, a little robot with all their spare parts. And what this becomes really is their child. Oh! Ah! Ah! Ah, skip ad. Thank you. For a second, I wanted a beer. There he is. That's our kid. Kid bot. Right. Hello, you are listening to AM DeMarco. <laughs> my, your da- dad, this is my show. Sorry, FM. Wow, there was a lot of shitty robots in the early 80s. I, I can't, these robots are not as bad as Disney's The Black Hole robots. Oh, those were horrible. Those were like Sam and Bob. Big- but this guy, oh, I think there's a Christian analogy going through the black hole. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. That robot smoking a cigar. I think they only made one of him, and they said we should not make a second one. <laughs> he's a cat. He's a, he's the stand-up comedian. You can have him for the night. He's a cat skills model. Oh, I got you. Funny thing happened on the way to the. Yeah. Yeah. Humor processing now. Humorous insert humorous humorous story. Now the person who really is going to end up loving his jokes is um uh the little guy. What's his name? How can I not remember what his name is? There was a lot of names I saw in the opening credits, like a lot of people I recognize. Phil, Phil. Okay, so I don't understand this, and I should have researched this. It says Jerry Garcia as Phil's voice. Can you believe that? Phil is a little... um, How would that be possible? 
I, I, I think it's possible. The director used to work when he was a kid at NYU. He used to work at the Fillmore East, and the Grateful Dead went in and out of there a lot. A lot of stars did. Sure. But let me just look at this up and... I do remember, like, when this movie came out, it's robots walking around in the forest. Yes, it is. There's something, <laughs> weird about, there's something weird about that. Like, it's cool. Well, okay. As you know, robots run on electricity. So what hap happens if you run out of electricity? Ooh, ooh, I know. Teach, pick, pick me. Ooh, um, ooh. Spiegelman. It's it's pronounced Spiegelman, uh, Mr. Goy. Uh, they they don't robot. What? They don't robot? I don't know. Yeah, they stop roboting. <laughs> no mo, no mo roboto, no mo. <laughs> <laughs> no mo gato, Mister. Uh, no more robotos. Jerry Garcia, it is. It's the real Jerry Garcia. Now there's I guess still, it... there's a guy named Phil in the Grateful Dead. He's the other one. Oaks, isn't it? O C H O C H S, isn't that him? Phil no. Oaks. Oh Weir, isn't it Weir? Yeah, uh yeah, it's you're right. It's not Phil Weir. Maybe it's the it's drummer not... is. Huh. John Weir. Okay, oh, never now, mind. Do we have to talk to a deadhead now to figure this out? I blame marijuana. I should know the answers right at the tip of my tongue. Right. But you don't have any marijuana, so it's not. Oh, yes, really I do. Nothing, oh, yes, I nothing's, do. Nothing's That's registering. Not... Nothing's registering because you have a. Yeah, it's great. It's a good contrast, Carl. You see, they're in human robots, and this is nature. Now, she's a character. I, I don't know. Her name's Kathleen Freeman. And uh, she was in vaudeville. You see her on the left there? Yeah. She was, like, with Jerry Lewis in 11 films, like, a f being, a, like, a foil. That's sure. Her. She was in the Blues Brothers. They called her the Penguin. She was... Uh, right, she was the nun. Right. You know, and she was in the new Dragnet and Naked Gun, 33 and a third, and... She had cameos in Gremlins, and she she's a big deal. Yeah, they got they got a ringer in this movie called the Big Gun. They're calling. Uh, they're calling for Phil. They're looking for Phil. He has. He is lost. Phil unit. Phil calm. Phil calm. Ray's last name is Calm. I might be wrong. Their last name is Com. Hi, is Phil there? Two bar. Yeah, Phil there? Fill my pockets? Hang on, let me check. <laughs> Phil there? Phil, fill my pockets? I didn't nobody name that name. My pockets. Okay, so they're looking. Okay, wait till you see her. There's her face. You know her now? Yeah, of course. She's in like, uh, I know her from Jerry Lewis movies. I've, I've seen her. <laughs> Ladies, man. No, but in the, I got to tell you, Mike, I watched, uh, that's not really true. I took a look at some clips. I watched right. um, her in those Jerry Lewis films, and uh, she's a young person. 
She does not look like that. She was in a bunch of the movies, but she had, I know who you're yeah, talking about. I recognize her. Well, let's see uh, here. Wow, they found the uh, cigarette lighter. I was born a cigarette lighter, and now I am sentient. Leap Lorp. <laughs> so they've already started a nuclear family. Yeah, that's our tag. Terrible tag. Now, this didn't this... get a, any Razzies, but the um, 1981 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards really favored them. Um, Wait a minute, the 1981 Stinker Awards? Were yeah, they like the Razzies away. They, it's all nominations. This film didn't win any categories, but it was nominated. Worst picture, worst screenplay, screenplay, most painfully unfunny comedy, worst actor wow. was Andy Kaufman. Most was he bad in this movie? Accent. Wow, he won the 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 Covenant and Notorious Worst Accent Award from the Stinkers. No, no, just nominated. And it's the Stinkers, uh, the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Look, oh. the Razzies won. The Razzies have legs. They're still with us today. The Razzies are the VHS of uh, Betamax competitors. Bingo. Gotcha. Uh, Stinkers, you left us too soon. <laughs> Just when Megaforce was coming out, too. Huh? Guys, you blew it. Kroll is coming out next year. You All blew right. it, stinkers. You blew it, stinkers. Had you been around for a couple more years, could have done more movies. I can see the makeup, you know, melting. It must have been it a little look, smoke. Do you think it's like, do you feel like, as an audience member, looking at their makeup, you feel like kind of sorry for them? Like it's distracting? <laughs> Yeah, must be no, a lot of pain. I never am sympathetic with you. You're always looking at the plight of the actor, like, oh sure. my God, they made him do this. They're uh -huh. mud wrestling. I never emphasize. Oh, These are movie stars. They should earn their money. Listen, Eddie Deason's roommate was not a movie star. He was just supposed to show up to Bugsy's girl. He did That's not know true. he was going to be mud wrestled. That is true. You you yeah. you got me there. Gotcha there. There's other ones about that film too that were, you know, the guy getting hung upside down and Yeah. Yeah. But but this is a twelve million dollar budget. It's Bernadette Peters. I do not feel bad that some makeup is caking on her face. They yeah, I mean they spent a lot on this makeup too. God, I can't believe they said robots are hot. Make me a <laughs> robot movie. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they did from three P three P uh so right now what's happening just like Val made the dumb decision I am in full control of this vehicle he's like I will reason with the bear right so he goes in there say look and at my non-threatening manner bear we would like to share your cave <laughs> are wow. you damaged yeah hurt, little hurt pride lost his bow tie uh, no, he gave it to Phil. That was a locator unit. So now if Phil gets lost again, I, I should have mentioned. He took off his bow tie, which was his locator unit, and he put it on Phil. I apologize for not realizing the plot. Fair. Well, Because they love Phil. They're starting to, like, Phil is in it. 
Phil is not a unit that can protect himself. We must care for Phil. Oh, interesting. Interesting parody and satire of the of the modern family. You know, it really is a cute film. Um, yeah. And I don't really think it deserved its bomb as much as you don't invest $12 million in this. I have to say the runtime is a little disconcerting. I mean, it's 87 minutes. Uh, yeah, well, they hated the first cut from this director, Alan Arkush. Arkush. Ar Arkush. Alan Arkush. Say it again. So this, okay. This guy did Rock and Roll High 